I'm Kevin Stobel, and my definition of relentless is just getting back up every time you get knocked down. Or, you know what? Another version of relentless for me is, again, I'll talk about Connor McDavid or Tiger Woods. I mean, there's hockey players out there that are good. There's golfers out there that are good. These two fellas were relentless in their pursuit to be the best of the best. And just the determination it took to get to where they are is a kind of relentless that I strive to get, and I probably never will. But that's a different level of relentlessness, in my opinion. Hi, I'm Tim Nutt, and uh, my definition of relentless may be a little uh, unusual, but I believe that uh, finding something meaningful to do and work in the process, learn the the trade and not the tricks of the trade, and uh, you're probably going to make it to where you need to be. Just there's a chance to be better and to improve on everything. Nothing you you have is 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 solid, written in stone. You can always make it, whatever, your process or your product better. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Relentless Podcast. I am Kyle Dubay, and I am very happy today to have a a couple great guys in the studio. First time we're ever doing doing (laughs) a double uh, uh, guest interview, uh, which is cool. We've got comedians Tim Nutt and Kevin Stobo. Tim Nutt, Kevin Stobo. They're currently playing the You Can Use Services Comedy Nights fundraiser. So glad you guys are, hey, uh, are here. Thanks for having us. Great yeah. night last night. Hopefully. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Two more no. good nights, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a good crowd last night. Good crowd. Yeah. Good crowd. Yeah. But Monday nights are warm-ups, you know. Okay, like we're well, a lookout. That's look a good out. sign. That's a good sign. <laughs> look out. <laughs> Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Nothing like Tuesday and Wednesday night crowds. Oh, man. It's weird to have them in the comedy business. Oh, yeah. When's the last time you did a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? I I can't. I don't nope. think I ever have. Oh, you know what? I don't. I did the Stampede years ago. Oh, that's. And I, I was like 11 nights straight. That's right. We're close. Yeah. 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 We're close. Listen, guys, I'm so happy you're here. We talked a little bit before we started recording um, about about uh, why we're doing this podcast, the whole concept of being relentless, you know, why we do this for you, right. Ken, youth services, all that. And I, I just think it's going to be a fun conversation with you guys. Uh, you know, I don't want it to be uh you know, let's just talk about comedy right. and and tell us your all your road stories and and all that type of stuff. <laughs> It'd be oh, a four hour podcast. Yeah, well, maybe longer. <laughs> yeah, no but but we want to get to know you guys. I want to get to know how you got started in this. I want to get to know why you do what you do. And and I know talking to both of you, um, you guys actually a little a little you know. I don't, want, I don't want, should I say later in your career? Yeah. Because you guys sure. aren't rookies. Well, we've no. been doing it for, holy crap. Yeah, no, in May, it'll be 30 years. Oh, 30. Cinco de Mayo was wow. the first I think time I'm ever. I close yeah. to 26, 27. Yeah, it's oh, been man. a, wow. Yeah, yeah, I started when I was 19. Yourself? Yeah. Uh, I was 23. Yeah, okay. Wow. So. Yeah. wow, so that's impressive. So here's the thing is, Why'd you guys get into this? Kevin, we'll start with you. Like, okay. what, what, uh, what made you do comedy? Well, I grew up on a steady diet of John Candy, SCTV. Uh, and then I'll right there in the heyday of evening at the improv and comedy on the road. And you just, you know, I just wanted to make people laugh. I wanted to, wanted to be on SCTV and I didn't know how to do that because there was no improv groups. I didn't know about right. that. And then I found out about <clears throat> open mic nights and uh, amateur contests. So I was living in a red at the time. So, no one and, lives in Red Deer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're right. No. I lived there for six months. Yeah. You do six months I was there. Oh, thrive is the yeah. word I'm looking That's for. Right. Thrive. No one thrives in Red Deer. You do a stint in Red Deer. <laughs> and I was driving to Edmonton and Calgary every like Thursdays to Edmonton 
Wednesdays to Calgary to do their open mic nights. Right. And I'd say after about a year, they had a contest. And Tim, you remember this. It was at a People's Comedy Festival in Toronto. Oh, okay. So the winner got to go to the People's Comedy Festival in Toronto. So I won out of Edmonton, went to the People's Comedy Festival in Toronto, finished second behind uh, Dave Hook. Ah, yeah. Rest in peace. And uh, get, got back to Calgary and started. they started working me right away as far as an opener and oh, middle wow. act. And so it's a, kind of a dream come true. And you were 19 or 20 at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, wow. And then uh, I moved to Calgary pretty soon after I got the stand-up gig. Where are you originally from? Uh, I grew up in Spruce Grove. In Spruce Grove, yeah, okay, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, I spent my formative years there, but yeah. Uh, yeah, then my dad got transferred to Red Deer, and I moved there, and yeah. like you said, did a stint in. <laughs> and it became <laughs> and informative. Yeah. yeah, that's right, yeah. And then I moved to Calgary, I got married for the first time, and, yeah. uh, and then just started working the road, and back in those days, comedy was, that was the juiciest pair you could have, because they were paying for rental cars, they were paying for meals, the, the shows were triple what they pay now, because wow. it was the heyday of stand-up, sure. everybody was going. Sure. And now that's slowly petered out. Yeah, that was a fun era. Yeah, it was. For sure. you, you just show up with your gas receipts and your meal receipts. Because this is what, late 80s, early 90s? Ooh, what was, what was, Somewhere in that neighborhood. Yeah. Early 90s, yeah, early 90s, yeah. yeah. That's why I got into comedy, can't do yeah. math. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how about you, Tim? How did you, uh, you get into I'd, this racket? I had no intention of it at all. I, I went to school to, to be an actor and a playwright, and then uh, after four years of that, I pretty much figured out I don't play nice with others. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was training to be a chef, and I fell down a flight of stairs. What? This is a true story. Oh, good. Sorry. Yeah, no, I, have, uh, I fractured my back in two places. And uh, I had a, a friend of mine who I, I was I was on workers comp for the better part of a year with this back injury, and a friend of mine signed me up for because I'd always been that smart ass at the kitchen right. party, right. like sitting there with a beer, like here's the problem with whatever, yeah, yeah. and you know have people who get titters and jitters and yeah. stuff. Like I think that. that's true for all of us. Yeah, right? yeah, you're the yeah. guy at the party, like hey, say something. And she, and, she, and then my, this friend of mine is like, you should do stand up, and I'm like, well, you know, I just I just come off this experience in university with with having issues with. Uh, working with other with people. Other, yeah, sure. I'd write something, they'd say it wrong. I'd direct something, they'd do it wrong. Right. I'd act something, I'd have to go against somebody. Right, like, right. Like, and it, it, I don't. It, it's hard now, thirty some odd years later, to figure out whether or not it was just complete ego, but it just <laughs> didn't feel right. Right. And uh, this friend of mine signed me up. I went to, it was in Vancouver, Plaza Nations, the old Yikes Right, there. that's the old one, yeah. Yeah, uh, and it went okay. Like there's there's no you know from out of nowhere like, right yeah, yeah. first time like, yeah. you don't know what to expect you know, I yeah. had some really hacky Star Trek jokes and just, <laughs> but it didn't go bad it gave me enough of a taste for it I was like that was okay sure and then I I I, I was on workers comp for a year and I ended up just hitting every open mic and right. I, I had the ability to go like uh, somebody go like sometimes somebody needs an opener in Victoria and it's fifty bucks. Which right now, like, you couldn't get me to move my <laughs> eyebrows for yeah. that money. Yeah. But at the time, it was like, I, I will just go and do You're this. You're getting And yeah. it kept getting – but I did probably 300 shows in that year. And by that point, I had developed enough of an aptitude and a taste for it. It's it's kind of – there's a there's an interesting quality to stand up about what – there's a tremendous amount of addicts. And I've always wondered yeah. if, it's a, if it's a chicken and the egg kind of thing. <laughs> does this industry – attract them or create them right and oh, that's interesting i think yeah. it's a, i think it's a little bit of both sure. i think and i think the one thing that most of us are chasing is that incredible feeling you get 
when a show goes really well oh, or when a joke lands. Like, sure. Yeah. I'd, I've, there's a whole lot of, I have a pretty addictive personality, so I've stayed clear of a lot of recreational pharmaceuticals <laughs> because I'm like, you know, I would like to live in a house and yeah. if I do that, then I get to live outdoors. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or with other 40-year-old <laughs> yeah. comics. Yeah, no, there's, there's, a, 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 <laughs> different there's paths yeah, there. so I've always been very wary of, of, of not going down alleys that look like fun, but yeah. it, that's going to cost you. Sure. Like figuring out what the value of that that's is. Smart, yeah, yeah. And uh, you end up with a family, but of, it's yeah. it's 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 the addictive nature of that. I think we're all kind of chasing that little point. bit of that chasing the point. dragon of that. What well, it feels like when it's going right. Yeah, like, it just feels like butter smooth on rails. You're just right. throwing it's like softballs this, uh, yeah. out. And they're just wow out of the park, and like hitting a drive through. You're, you're just right like off the, the sweet you're spot. You standing yeah. there like Sonic the Hedgehog, like <laughs> tapping yeah. your foot yeah. for the laughter to end, and you're like, yeah. "This is better than all the drugs I've ever done." That, ever. that is an addictive <laughs> feeling. You're right. That's an addictive feeling. Right? And then, especially and then, when you write a new joke and it goes over, then you're oh. like, "Oh, come on!" Or yeah, hook me up. Or yeah. you come up with something on stage, yeah, which like makes just, the joke better. Yeah, a yeah. Tag just or a something tag. Like well, that's but but that's the thing is when you guys are all grinding it and doing the new material and doing that. That is how you're mastering it, right? Is, it, is you're sure, trying yeah. something new on stage, and oh, this is going to work. That might not work. It's just constant right. trying to to create. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And if you get a new joke to just to kind of work, and you can go tweak it, but you're happy that it kind of worked, and now here we go. We but got it, we can there's build there's there's a, there's a uh, I always appreciated sort of the the, the correlation between stand up and really well played jazz. Like these are masters of their instruments. And if something comes to them, a little phrase or something, right. they're like, yeah. and it's like, well, that's not really in the song, but that sounded cool. Yeah. Like, nice tag. Yeah. And there's a point where you get, uh, when you're doing this professionally, and, you know, I don't, it's a different mark for every single person, but there's a certain point where you're like, I get bored out of my mind telling the same jokes the same way. Sure. I can't ever put the needle on the record. Like, we did the show last night. 45 minute set i'm probably gonna do maybe 20 of that and right. uh i've always had this this interesting philosophy of stand-up is just if you know where you're gonna what the big punchline is right you get you can wander off the path yeah yeah if you know how you're getting back on you know sure what's coming back to like oh, let's go you, you know and it all depends on the mood you know if it's there's there's two types of shows in, in stand-up for real which is i cannot believe i get paid to do this yeah and give me my money. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, there's yeah. very little gray. Yeah. I'm going and, back to the hotel. And a lot of it has to do with, uh, for me personally, is it was that fun for me. Right. Sure. I've had shows where I've, where everybody's like, that was great. I was like, that was just. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That too. felt like carrying a piano yeah. up the stairs. Like, right. just. Okay, people. Or the old, come uh, on. Or the, uh, the audience member will come, come up to you. Well, I thought you were funny. All right. I read text. Why weren't you laughing? Well, nobody else was. Yeah, yeah. Tell, hey, tell, tell your face. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. I thought you were funny. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I've had that. You're like, okay, thanks. That's, that makes me feel much better. You guys must have had some incredibly interesting interactions <laughs> with people over the years. Because the thing is, I mean, you guys, are, you guys have played – Big shows, little shows, little hick towns, big cities. You must Name meet it. some very interesting people on the road. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The head checkers. The head checkers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, let me tell you a joke. Yeah. And then the head check, the left, yeah. right. So anyway, two whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. Then he goes into the most racist joke. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. And you're like, well, then, you know. Yeah. As or it turns the, out. Or yeah. the, fun, the funniest guy at the factory. Hey, Gary here, he's the funniest oh, guy down on the floor. Do your impression. Of when I hosted Amateur Nights, I used to say, I'm not mad at him. I'm mad at the people at his work that, that, that said he was funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> that, yeah. Well, it happened to you. Uh, hey, you should be a stand-up you comedian. Know the only thing is it worked. Well, I always tell these guys that want to come up and say, hey, I kind of want to get into it, but I'm nervous. I always tell them, I think Tim will agree, go watch an open mic night. Just go sit and watch one. And you'll have the confidence to go, well, I can do better than maybe four or five of those guys right. did tonight, or equally as bad. But if you just watch one, that'll give you the confidence to. Oh, more than likely. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I may not be that guy funny, yeah. but I'm way funnier, way funnier than that. Yeah. Guys, yeah. You know, it's it's funny because I, 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 I try to be funny. I try right. to be a funny guy. I think you are. I think well, you're successful. You. I'm, I'm looking for that, so thank you. <laughs> um but I've had people too, like, oh, you should be a stand up. And I always go, no. Like, it actually, I would love it. I think it would be an absolute blast. And I think it would be great. And I'm screwing up the mic here. <laughs> I think it would be great. But I, there is no possible way that I could write something and then have the, the, the balls to get on stage and try to present that. Like, for me, it's just whatever's happening in the moment. Like, let's have some fun with it. Let's be goofy with it. But the concept of, of actually putting that together and then having that courage to go out there, like you, you know, Will it's, Hannigan, you guys know young yeah, Will yeah, Hannigan. Yeah. Will was on here and he, and he told me about the first show he did. He said it was like, a, you know, a, a crowd of nine people. Right. And he bombed so bad and it was so awful. And he goes, and I said, well, then what? He goes, I got off the stage and all I thought was, where, where and how can I do this again? Like oh, he just wanted to do it well, so badly. I, yeah, no, and I've, I've, I've in part of what we do in in a lot of times when we'll do a comedy club on a Wednesday or the Thursday, right. they'll have their uh, pro am or open mic, yeah. and a lot of times they'll have us ask us to come in and speak to the right, the yeah. community, right, and do like a little workshop yeah, or whatever. That's right, yeah. And my workshop is three minutes long. Yeah, <laughs> it's it really. Is. I think I'll agree with what you're yeah. going to say here. No, yeah. no, it's just like your job is to be funnier next time than you were today. Right. Sure. And then uh, the magic trick to stand-up comedy is use as few words as possible to get a complete stranger to understand your point of view. Yeah. Hmm. Right? And just be uh, – uh, and, and then be objective. If something doesn't work, don't keep chasing that. Sure. Right? And it's about the process. And that, then I take so, – And then I take, such an interesting well, and I take, I take questions after that point. And, it's, and, and one of the things that I often recommend – is somebody who's been in it for three or four months is go out and, and bomb on purpose. Yeah, yeah. Go and just cut the engines and point the plane at the ground. Yeah. And then you'll understand that that's as bad as it'll ever get. Right. Yeah. Right. That once you, it's, you know, we're talking about fear and we're talking about that sort of thing. But the, the idea is, is that you become less afraid of something when you, when you understand the texture. Of You've it. already witnessed the worst of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So when you got because and you know we we just mentioned this twenty six and thirty some odd years here in this business, it it sucks to bomb. Yeah, mm. yeah, especially because you, <laughs> you think you've got it crafted. Oh yeah, yeah. after all these and, years. And yeah. at a certain point, it, it's like golf. Like every yeah. once in a while, like you uh, you hit a perfect <laughs> drive and then you shank one into the rhubarb yeah. and you're like, where did that come yeah, from? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I thought I was good at golf. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> like it shakes you up for a couple. And of even after all those years, you go back to your hotel room going, what am I doing this yeah. for? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you think you can teach funny though, Tim? Like you, you can't. Teach, you can teach joke structure and like you can't, but you can't teach natural funny. In my opinion. Oh right? no, I don't think you can. No, no. Because you have people giving comedy courses, sure. People pay to take the course. You can tell them how to do a pun or a spin on words, but you sure. can't teach 
deep down funny. I know people yeah. that have taken those courses and yeah. they're not funny. No, exactly. Yeah, and, and they, I'm not trying to be an no, asshole. No, it's true. No, no. Yes. You have but, to be. It has to be in the inside you. That, sure, actual. But it's just, but the same thing. You can go to basketball camp, but if you're yeah, five right. foot five, you're probably not making <laughs> the NBA. Sure, yeah, right? like, that's a good point. Yeah, you sure. know, there's so if you don't have the funny, you're not going. The very few people. Like it, 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 there's a combination that that just has to exist. Yeah, there has to be some nugget of talent. Some oh, think of it like yeah, a diamond. Absolutely. Yeah, if, the tiniest diamond can be polished. Yeah, and the biggest diamond can be broken. Sure, right. That's good <laughs> sure. So and, and, and about ninety nine percent of this is 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 effort. Yeah, you got to go and do it. And and with with I've heard you know uh, what maybe Norm Macdonald and Brent Butt walked on stage funny. Yeah. And yeah, I don't I've, believe I've that too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they were practicing in their rooms. For they sure. were doing something. They were going through a process. Sure. Because that's not a thing. Just walking up on stage. Oh, good and lord, no, right no. no. Yeah, I, no. you know, I, I, nobody in the history. I, I think I've got kind of a, a, a handle on this. Right. Thirty years in. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I know yeah. that there's stuff I still yeah. need to learn. Yeah. yeah. But that's but, a great attitude to have because too many people get a little cocky, a little arrogant. Oh, it's uh, nightmarish. Uh, there's right. guys out there that for sure. Oh yeah, sure. somebody's yeah. been doing comedy yeah. six months, releasing an album. Yeah, or it's the audience's yeah. problem. I do one do every well. ten yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, right. Because yeah. it has to be. And you know, uh, we just went through the Junos. We're here in Edmonton. Yeah. But, you know, I, I my album came out last year. Didn't get nominated. Right. right. I took two minutes and went me. <laughs> didn't get nominated. And I went. You know what? My next one better be better. Right. Sure. Sure. Right. And that's and I think that's part of. Because what we're talking about—that's being relentless, right? For the there. most part, sure well, it's not. Done, it, it, but it's—it's it's being focused, and it's being. I'm a big believer in the process. Yeah. Like uh, I have a my my youngest daughter is in Irish dance, right. and and they go to these dance competitions, and they get little ribbons and trophies right. and stuff like that. She's like, I want to place first. And I'm like, I'll tell you how to place first. Do the work. Mm-hmm. Right? Do the process. And then you become bulletproof at that point because if you go through, because you never know with a judge, you never sure. know with an oh, audience, yeah, just, yeah. you sure. never know. It's all subjective. If, yeah. if, if there's yeah. a subjective That's like comedy contest, if there's a subjective right. component to something, like, um, and then well, the other part of my workshop is I tell them don't ever tell a joke that you think is going to work that you don't think is funny. Right. Oh, okay, yeah. Because then if you go, you know, it happened last night. Oh, well, there's one you didn't care for. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Was, but that was funny. Well, like, no, okay. <laughs> no. You have to acknowledge it for sure. Yeah. No, yeah. but it's but it, that but that's part of the – I don't believe that I can bomb in the true sense of the word because I, I, I mostly just feel bad for the audience. Like, right. that was a really funny joke. <laughs> and you missed it completely. Yeah. But fair enough. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you don't like – Greek food, and here I am yeah. giving you a plate of tzatziki and and and. But you're good enough to whatever. Dig, dig yourself out of that hole well, and just but, get them going. But you, yeah. you got to throw it out there. Yeah, sure. Right, but I believe in the bit. I believe in the material. I believe in my process. I believe that the way that I've constructed it is valid. Right, and I have a lot of belief in my presentation. Right. Yeah, but I also don't get resentful. It's, it's we talk about amateur nights. There's nothing funnier than watching an amateur comedian. Just after two minutes into a five minutes, it goes. Here's another one you won't like. Yeah, yeah. And it's just yeah, like watching yeah, yeah. the air come out Buddy, of a balloon. It's just like yeah, yeah. you just gave them permission to hate you. Yeah, sure. Like you so, have well, no well, confidence in the ability. Isn't that an important thing to think about? You just gave them permission to hate you. Yeah. So much of stage presence is do not give people that permission. Right. Right. Like that's the way that I mean. When I think of stage presence, you know, I'm going to go to you, Kevin. Right. Like. 
you come out like you're booming out there. Well, that's because I'm not as good a joke writer as Tim, so <laughs> Fat Monkey's got to dance to get laughs, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> and, and Dry Monkey's got to trip it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. But, but, but no, but let's think about this. The confidence that I believe it takes to get up there and tell those jokes. Like, what's what's your deal, Kev? Like, what's uh, what's your process? Oh, jeez, I don't know. It's uh, really just everyday life stuff for me is what uh, I put into my comedy. And really, my process is exaggeration with facial expressions and like a the milking com- it till it moves. Yeah, the, the, the comedian Brian Regan was my inspiration growing up. I don't know mm, if you know who he is. What but, a terrible, terrible yeah. example. But uh, of yeah, an incredibly the best gifted comedian. Yeah, and but for me it was uh, yeah. I. I put a little more physical into mine. Sure, the jokes aren't as uh, smart, but if they if they they see you're having fun, if you're, I think it was a comedian friend of ours, uh, uh, B.J. Woodbury. What? When I was first, yeah, what? <laughs> when I was first working with him on the road, we were in Cranbrook, and there was three people in the audience, and I'm just and I'm like, oh, this is gonna suck. This is gonna suck. He goes, just go play in the sandbox. I go, what does that mean? He goes, you remember when you were a kid and you just be at a park and you'd play in the sandbox by yourself. Eventually, the other kids would come join you. He goes, go play in the sandbox. And that's what he meant. Just get up there, pretend you're having fun, and the three people, four people are start like, oh, okay, this yeah. guy's actually pretty funny. You know yeah. I mean? So I've taken that with me everywhere I go. Especially I love that. Just play in the sandbox. Yeah. yeah. I, but that's such I, a great I, attitude. But I, yeah, yeah. At the same time, like I, if I, I, the last time I got banned from that gig, Cranbrook, <laughs> lucky the heritage in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah lucky. That yeah, was it wasn't. Gig. Well, okay, it was fair enough. There were some guy came in. And you're not funny. I'm like, I'm the last guy. There's another bar in the hotel. <laughs> it's not going to get better for you. <laughs> so he went and complained to the manager. No, oh, man. And the, and the good dude was like, uh, you know, we can't have that kind of thing. I'm like, you don't give a damn about oh, this show. You're, you're the worst. Right. And then we kind of hashed it out because it was Friday and we had another show on right. Saturday. And then I went on social media and I was like, you know, like if a meteor is coming towards Earth, I really hope it lands in an unpopulated area. But if it has to hit a place with people in it, I recommend the Heritage Inn in Cranbrook, oh, British Columbia. Well, the thing about, the thing about that the thing about that show was... It was and then you got banned. Yeah. Well, again, like, you don't you can't fire me. Like, I, I had already told people that I wasn't ever going to go back. Because right. it was a weekly show for decades. Yeah. But the fact, the thing is, the hotel had to have it. Something to do with their license. Oh. They had to have a comedy there's weekend. A, yeah, there's a BC liquor so they're, license yeah, thing. Yeah, so they're forced yeah. to do it. So you have they to have didn't care about it. Oh, yeah. Nobody cared about it. Yeah, and they yeah. just... They just ran it into the ground eventually. Tough but, gig. Yeah, the well, servers would yeah, heckle they you. Don't care. Yeah, like, the yeah, servers, servers are heckle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but see, those are stories I love to hear. Yeah, because care. that, to me, is what builds all this character, too, well, right? But and it was like, beautiful, because on the Friday night, I go, you know, so very rarely that you go, this is my second last show here ever. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a nice feeling. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're not man. coming back. Oh, man. Was, Where, where's yeah. comedy taking you guys? Where, where's the farthest this is taking you? Ooh, I, you've been more than I... Farthest place I was in Spain doing a show on That's a, pretty far. On, on a frigate. Seven. Yeah, yeah, on a frigate in front of the... For the Navy, Canadian Navy, with oh. Finger Eleven as the headliner. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was, and the the show was on the, whatever the bow of the boat or the stern, cool. whatever, and it was lit for nighttime. They brought in all the lights and the sound system, and probably my favorite show of all time. Oh just, yeah, because it's uh, everybody on the ship is they're on, uh, whatever a break. They get yeah. the, the night to two days furlough or whatever. Furlough, yeah, so yeah. they get. They get out of their uniforms and they get dressed up and they were just having a blast. Yeah, no, I'm, and you can't go wrong. If you screw what, that show up, you screw that. And show what up. an honor to play for them! Oh right? yeah, it like, really that's was. Cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we got to tour the the frigate and uh, they showed us their helicopters and 
because they're so, such a big freaking that the helicopter rides on them. They had to wow. take it off so we could do the show there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Some just yeah. guy flying around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, you're going are you, long. You're are you done yet, yeah. Kevin? We're almost out of fuel. Finger yeah. Eleven's got an encore. We're on yeah. the gas. He's yeah. he's the guy lighting you. Yeah. Five yeah. minutes left. Yeah. 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 The fuel lights light you. Yeah. <laughs> but that was that's one that sticks with me. And I know Tim, you've been doing some of those. Uh, yeah, I did, a, I did a CBC special in Kandahar. Right. Oh, right. wow. That was banana yeah. pancakes. That yeah. was just, What was the setup for that? Was it just a built stage? It, in was, like a, it was like a big Kwanzaa hut. Hmm. Like, but we were like 300 feet from the flight line. Jeez. Oh, man. Yeah. So, and and there were two missile attacks during the show. <laughs> like, <laughs> Literally bombed? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm doing it with Mark Kretsch, and, he, oh, yeah. and he was, he's such a pro. Because the, 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 the air raid siren goes off or whatever, the, right. the incoming missile siren goes off. He goes, we'll be right back after this missile. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm terrified. I'm yeah. in this yeah. concrete no, bunker kidding. outside yeah. the thing. Yeah. And just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And I couldn't find one of the other comedians. I was there with Erica Sigurdsson. Oh, okay, okay. And I was like you know she's like a little sister to yeah, me and yeah. i'm like i'm in this dark it's nighttime oh. concrete structure and sound and, above I, you. I don't, oh. and then and then yeah. you know the, the the tv producers are like hey you know if we could do some interviews and stuff i'm like i am terrified <laughs> right now and i don't know where eric is that's and crazy. i'm just trying to keep my stuff together Oof. and then at when we were doing the show uh one of the the f-16s took off or whatever jet aircraft right, yeah. uh and and when you see them at the air show, they're not mad. They're not angry. They're just, hey, we're, at the yeah. air, we're in Habitsford. Yeah. We're having a hell That's of a right. time. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting yeah. cotton candy yeah. after this. In, yeah. the, in, the, in the war zone there, they hit the afterburners on the ground, and it sounded like the apocalypse wow. to me. Wow. And this is how cool the Canadian Armed Forces are, because I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, I'm freaking out. It's uh, The clip is on YouTube if people want to oh, see really? it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And then somebody in the audience just goes, talk louder. <laughs> And the great part was it brought me out of that terror because I was like, well, are you, like, you maniacs. Like, yeah. They're used to it. This is not something that a human being should be used sure. to. But if they're <laughs> not scared, the, they're basically saying, we're not scared. Don't be scared. Just yeah. 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 We got you. That's uh, we got you. Kiss my ass. Like, no, no, no. Like, and it was, a, and, and then uh, some of these things, once you get in, you're in. Right. So, um, like when I started doing uh, Just for Laughs, some of the festivals around the world started looking at me. So sure. I went and did my favorite thing I've ever done as a stand-up. It was Kilkenny, Ireland, the Cat's oh, Laugh yeah. Festival. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was it, like, yeah, it was like, it took one day where some, one of the Irish comics goes, I had this joke about a toilet plunger. And he's like, we don't have them in our houses. The plumbers. Sure, bring I remember that. Bit, like, yeah. yeah. And they're Canadian like, okay, tire. okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but learning as you go because that's interesting yeah who would, yeah. Know, who would know there's yeah, no plungers we, we did this warm up show for the staff and, and uh, Ed Byrne right. brilliant yeah. Irish yeah. comedian just was like come here like this is probably not the joke for Ireland yeah and but I was this was the first time I'd ever performed for people who weren't Canadian because I've mm, been to military right. places all around the world we did, all like Canadian. the AWAC base in right. Germany and sure. a few other places like that and uh, yeah, it was the first time. That kind of shows you the tight knit community. Even a comedian from I Ireland he's never met. It just he's the bond of a comedian. I is, love that. Hey, well, we, we well, know I've known him a bit. Oh, from okay. Just for laughs. Either way, other yeah. 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 So, okay, let's get into that. What what is the? So you guys have known each other a long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it was great when I asked both of you if you want to come on here, and I said, you know, I said Kevin, Tim's coming, Tim, Kevin, and you guys were like, absolutely, perfect. Yeah, yeah, perfect, hundred yeah, percent. Um, you know what is that bond like? I mean, I'm assuming I'm assuming a lot of your really good buddies are comedians yeah. because of the amount of time you spent with them. 
Well, I'm assuming. It's, Maybe it, I'm it wrong. It gets weird because we're very solitary creatures. Very much but so. uh, Jerry Seinfeld had a w- wonderful quote was that a comedian understands another comedian in 15 seconds yeah. more than somebody who's never done stand-up will ever understand. Absolutely. You. That's what I said, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because there's, it's, it's, it's like, it's and, and I, again, this is a, a really paper-thin comparison because I understand completely that being in a war zone, with right, your brothers in yeah, arms. Yeah. Sure, it's so much more intense than we had a rough night in yeah. the, in Fairview That's or right. wherever. Yeah. 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 yeah, we didn't get paid. In Fort <laughs> no, <yet. laughs> yeah. yeah, like there's there's some, but there's there's a there's a, there's a shared experience, and there's a there's a shorthand. Sure, like yeah. when I go to L.A. or to Ireland or whatever, I can have a coffee or a beer with a comedian. And and there's a shorthand to those conversations because of this shared experience. Yeah, right. And it's it's one of those things where I've often said that comedy is not a team sport. Even though Kevin and I are on the same show, he's doing his thing. Right. There's a break, and then I do right. my thing. Yeah. Like I and it's, and when <laughs> you watch somebody that you care about or some of your friends with, and they're eating it hard. Yeah. You yeah. just want to go, mm, mm. <laughs> like, get, put your Bluetooth in. I'll help yeah. you out. Yeah, like, yeah. But there's no possible way to no, do once that. Once you're so, out there, yeah. So comedians tend to be a little bit more lone wolfy, a little sure. more rugged individuals because – we are on our own. Like, if you're in a band yeah. and it's sucking, you can turn to the bass player and go, yeah, this is the on. worst gig it's only, ever. Yeah. It's only, like, festivals and stuff where you can really Well, that's why together. we go bananas yeah. at festivals. Yeah. yeah. You, Don't re- ever... you rarely get... Because I've never really been on the road with Tim. We've never yeah. driven to Fort Mac or anything. No, we were, both, festivals, we were both we headliners. Yeah, we were both we kind of headliners met. at the same time. So. Right. But just being fellow comics, your friends immediately. And But see, that's the thing is I do find that, that I mean, it's got to be competitive. Right? Uh, no, it no, shouldn't. On. It, it no. is, but it shouldn't. But this is. Yeah. It really I'll, irritates me that it there's is. There's a few sure. guys out there that are. A so bit I cheap. guess this is my point: is that with with the you can you services comedy nights. Right. If I can plug this more. Yeah. Please do. Um, when we bring our crew in, like I've I've got uh, Adam Blank is my host. Yeah. And great Adam's guy. Great amazing. host too. Yeah. And then Sean Lacomber has done a bunch of my shows. You yeah. guys know Sean. Oh, yeah, come on. yeah, he's yeah, just the awesome. best of the best. Yeah. And then Graham Neal, yeah, who I don't know local TV, yeah, local so, TV reporter. So those guys, and then Dino at the club now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, those guys now are are kind of my my guys that are like, yeah, let's get this guy, let's get that guy, let's nice. get this guy. And what I always want is to make sure that we're bringing the the folks in. That play well with others, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Back, oh, back oh, to oh, you, oh, Tim. Yeah. When when you didn't as a drama <laughs> student, <laughs> but but the reason I say that is because this is charity work, and I, that uh, maybe that's the wrong way to say it. But I want people that are going to come in and actually care about what we're doing. Well, yeah, absolutely. And in order How to care about what we're doing, that means that you actually have to care about other people that are on the show and actually talk to them backstage and actually be good people. And that's who I'm trying to bring in the show. So of course that's why you guys are here. Well, thanks for having us. Yeah, right. No, and it's and it's one it's of those things cause. too where it's um, there's there's you can tell when comedians don't like each other. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. <laughs> oh, I've seen it's it. very obvious. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I've uh, seen it. Different yeah. sides uh, of the room. Not yeah. for this podcast, but we'll a story after. Uh, <laughs> oh, we could probably tell a lot of stories because uh, the names. Uh, uh, could not be changed to protect the innocent That's because right. anybody who hears the story will know exactly who yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. So it doesn't matter. We'll, we'll talk. We'll yeah, talk later. Yeah. 
no, but looking forward. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we love the gossip too. Yeah. Love oh, the, oh, oh, yeah. We love the tea. Spill yeah. the tea. Oh, yeah. oh, well, somebody's somebody's getting whipped in public, <laughs> yeah. and it's not me. Yeah. Have at it. Yeah. We you are, know what else he did? You know what else he did? Yeah. yeah. We love the gossip. Yeah. He did what? Yeah. Uh, but uh, again, uh, there's something about. Uh, I mean, there's, 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 a, there's, a, there, we are mercenaries. Right. Like I get this all the time. <laughs> like somebody's like, "How come you don't do a show in Peterborough?" I'm like, "Because nobody has paid me to do right. a show in Peterborough." Yeah, like right. I live in the Okanagan Valley, and I have a lovely home and a beautiful family, and I'm not going to Peterborough, Ontario, for free. Yeah, like I'm not on, you know. Absolutely, yeah. Don't, yeah. I, but it, it's also really, I mean, and part of it has to do, I think, with the with the with the pandemic. We got a big wake up call as a species, <sighs> comedians. Yeah. Because everything, like you know, we're on the pretty much the anniversary. Like I think yeah. it was May nineteenth or March nineteenth, two thousand. I want to say March the, seven, eighteenth. The world shut down. The Relentless Podcast is brought to you by You Can Youth Services, which I am very proud to be a part of. You Can Youth Services is an organization that helps young people move out of harm's way and onto a path of economic independence. If you want to learn more about the incredible work that we do with some very vulnerable young people, please go to www.youcan.ca. That's www.youcan.ca. So yeah, it was the day the music ago, died. Like, yeah. I I lost like <coughs> everything. Yeah, so much money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every one of our gigs just got wiped Done. out. Right. And they're so, like, what do I do now? I've been a comedian yeah, for and, twenty years. Yeah, and I, I I had to make sure that my uh, my mortgage was getting paid. I took a job in a kitchen. Right. Making in a pub near my house. And you know, on two HR meetings, like you know, <laughs> <laughs> within the first week, oh, it does was, not work well with was, others. It was, does not uh, work well with others. Well, but part of it was, especially since you've been a comedian well, for all those years, now you're back. It, to I was not my wearing own a boss. Yeah. I was, I was, uh, I was my own boss ish. Yeah. You know, okay. we're yeah. independent contractors. But you guys are your own bosses. Some people are, some people aren't. Yeah, um, we need agents for a bit. Yeah, we have agents and managers, yeah. and I work sure. with several different yeah. companies. Yeah, but for the most part, it's 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 a it's a one man. But we show. can choose whether to take the show. Yeah, or not. sure. Yeah, and that's and uh, but it was like uh, it was also I knew like when I got the job, it was a friend of a friend who was like, "We need kitchen staff," right. and I needed money, and it, yeah, it got chocolate in my peanut butter. So, it was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but about you know five days in, I'm like, I don't I don't like this. Yeah, this is less fun than what I do for a living. Yeah. And I told I told my boss, I said, the day the world comes back, there's going to be a me shaped hole in that door. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was a, it was an interesting perspective because there was a lot of people who work in the food industry and that's what they do. Well, that's it. You know what? And they're and they're 18, 19 bucks an hour is how they go through their living. And and, you know, like I said, I had an HR meeting with started two of them started with, look, we know you don't want to be here. Right. And I'm like, well, Joanne, <laughs> Joanne, if you were working working for thirty cents an hour, yeah. as opposed to what you regularly sure. do, sure, like, you know, well, this reminds me, this reminds me of a story of a really good friend of ours who has recently passed, Matt Billen. Um, years and years ago, we were working, and I was at a, a low point of my mentals uh, and career. Uh, I was like, maybe I'm just gonna get a nine to fiver. I've, it's time. I'm getting old. He goes, okay, you want to get a nine to five or do you? So you got to get up at seven thirty, eight o'clock. You got to work all day till five o'clock. If you put that much effort into your stand up, you wouldn't, you, you wouldn't need the nine to five job, right. right? You know what I mean? So think about instead of being that guy that's got to get up at six thirty in the morning, 
get up at eight, work on your stand-up for four or five hours, and then you'll be happy again doing stand-up, and you'll sure. be more inspired. And that's when it, it, he kind of inspired me to regroup and sure. put some more effort in. Because yeah, I was phoning again for a few years. But, there, we, yeah. but, sure. but we talk about the, when we're talking about the process, and that's one of the processes, too. And that's one of the other magic tricks of being a professional stand-up comic is that um, it's being funny at nine. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially, especially after those shows where they've had a big meal when you're doing those big oh, what, community just, halls. Just whatever. They're all but, full of turkey. And, yeah. But it's but you're on demand. You, you can't create funny on demand, but right. you have to put on your show on demand. Sure. Right? And, that's and, I, and And we've done I, – I did a show the day that the Twin Towers came down. Right. Uh, that was like, mm, you know. I did one during that humble – the night of that humble yeah, bus yeah. grass. I had to be on stage. I did a show in humble like Ugh. four months after that. Yeah. And, and you know, there was a note on the gig sheet. Like, please do not of reference course, yeah. or do and sure. by all means. Sure. Like, I'm not a moron. But, yeah. <laughs> but it's that on-demand thing. It's about yeah. being able to manufacture it. And the same thing like with golfers. Like, if, if you're on Thursday – at the Masters, you got to shoot a seventy, yeah, or you're going you're home, yeah, yeah, and 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 that's the difference. But you know, Kevin's a golfer. I don't know y'all, but but I have, you know, there's no pressure. You know, right. I go out on Thursday with my buddies. Like, right. oh, I shot, yeah, a, yeah. I shot an eighty-six. Oh, we'll play again next week. Yeah, yeah. And, and if you're playing with the guys where there is pressure, like you don't you shouldn't play with them. No, those are, you know, those, those, those are those are not fun golfers. No, you want to play with guys that. Pick it up, it's an eight. Yeah, Those kind of guys. Exactly. You didn't drop from shoulder height. Yeah. So oh, I, f- yeah, I yeah. find it interesting, though, what you're talking about, um, like playing playing during the hard times. Because for me, um, comedy is, I don't, I'm not, I don't know, the word healing irritates me a little. I don't know why. <laughs> but it, it can be healing. And, and comedy for me, laughter for me, um, and we don't need to get into everything that right. I've been through in my life, but I've had some tragedy. Right, right. And, Comedy is key for me. It's key in my home. It's key, like, you know, as gushy as this is, it's key in my heart. It's almost a medication almost. It, it can be. Yeah. And Seems it might even be the best medicine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey. Put that on a T-shirt. Oh, oh yeah. Hey. Er- Erwin Barker, uh, dear friend. Uh, uh, <laughs> they say laughter is the best medicine. Me, I'm going to go with chemotherapy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. He had cancer at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Why couldn't this happen to a hack? <laughs> that was the best line ever. But but honestly, you guys, comedy is such an important thing. And some like you know these other guys I've mentioned, they're always like, ah, Dubai, you know, you're taking it too seriously. But I'm not. I really believe that places like the comic strip here at West Ed uh, are special places. Mm. I do. I believe that they're places that, that, you know, I mean, listen, it's a business. I understand that. I understand that these, these are your jobs. You get paid. Right. Hang on, Tim. You guys get paid for doing this. But here's the thing. My job's actually kind of cool, too. Like, it's, you know, not Absolutely. Sound, but it's, it's a cool job where we get to help all these vulnerable young people. But I get paid. Yeah. yeah. But... This is my point of the comic strip. This is my point of you guys is that the purpose of it is massive in this world. And it helps so many people. You know know what? There was people at our show last night that were struggling that day. Hmm. Last night, you guys helped them. I had people after the show come up to me and two people in particular. And I love this phrase when they say it. My face hurts. I like that one. Uh, And I love that one. Right. And I know for a fact that there was one person in particular that there was there last night that almost didn't make it. They were struggling really. They're one of the people that said that to me. That's great. And that to me is the purpose of comedy, the purpose of your jobs, the purpose of the comic strip. That's why I love to raise money for the serious work that we do. 
through laughter. That's because it's, it's the best. We when we when you first approached me about coming into these shows that we were having a great conversation about I've that since the pandemic, since we've actually come back, that I've been. Uh, my wife <laughs> was very angry at me because when I was devastated by the by my industry and For my sure. and my because it's not just a, a job it's a calling that's yeah in some respects yeah. like yeah. And we were talking about before the show but there's a first best density density i just did the, the <laughs> thing from the movie uh, oh yeah you're talking about <laughs> you are my density uh from back to the future but oh, okay what you're supposed to be doing and one of the things that that i i've, I've been doing this for three decades is that I lost who I am in the universe because it's not just, you know, I don't work for, for Honeywell or, sure. or or some big company and then I go do that same job at another company. Like there isn't those, like the industry, the thing that I did and one of the things that I'm, and I'm not, I don't want to be an egomaniac, but I'm pretty good at it yeah. Sure. Yeah. because I've put all this time and energy right. into it. And the idea in my, and I was 51 at the time when the pandemic, I was like, oh, in my 50s, I'm going to go, what, be an electrician? Right. That's, like, that's, and there's nothing wrong with yeah. the, with electricians, but the idea of but that's having. that's not what you but, do. No, but having to go back to the beginning and put all the effort and all yeah. the sacrifices and all the the blood, sweat, and tears. And I, and I know when you, when people say things like that, it's always like, oh, well, you know, it wasn't a struggle at the time, right. but. You can look back and see the steps, and you go. Well, it's I, a grind. I could not go back to to opener money. Right. I right. could not go back right. to to having to break my way into the industry again. Right. But that's because it's harder yeah. than it was now, by my estimation. Yeah. You have to have a social media following, and you yeah. have to be yeah, it's a whole famous world. on YouTube. And yeah. It's not about whatever. There's sure. all these other extra components that some of us are dinosaurs, just like Instagram. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm working on it, yeah. but at the same time I'm I'm more interested in the in the process and the and the, the, the show. But uh yeah. So but you know, but, but but finding out what you're supposed to be doing is a is a gift. And the gratitude that I come from, which is I really enjoy the the type of show that we did last right. night. And and it doesn't happen every time, but there's something about that what is it, 90 minutes, two hours yeah. of time, where more often than not, the same sort of conversations I have with people after the show is like, a lot of people feel compelled to say, you know, like my dad died a couple of weeks ago. Sure. And I was just, for the, the, the two hours, I wasn't thinking about that's it. What you're, I was yeah, magically transported was at, yeah, away. Yeah. And, it's, and it's one of those things. And again, mm -hmm. it's not our purpose, but my God, it's one of the great yeah. perks of this job. I've always said, if you make somebody go home and he doesn't kick or kick his dog that night, you've done a job, right? You know, you, you know, you're like, if you made the guy cheer up, sure. You know, he may have had him and his fight, me, wife may have been fighting or whatever, and sure. then after that, they're like, you know what, that was a good night. Sure. Like, Put some yeah. positive energy yeah. into the world. Yeah, that's there you go. Yeah. And so, however you can do it. So like, that's the purpose, though. And that, yeah. to me, is why your jobs are so purposeful. That, yeah. to me, is why the comic strip and other clubs are purposeful. Yeah. And I have, over the years, you know, literally I'm involved in stand-up comedy, you know, the tiniest little bit because we produce these shows. And I've been very fortunate that I've had a lot of people along the way help us do this. And I've been able to meet all these people. But I've just, it's become such a realization in my life in the last couple of years of the importance of it. That's and great. I, I, and it's I, helped I, you. It's helped you. So it's helped me. Yeah, and yeah. I struggled with it too because you know you'd be driving home from a show and you, what the hell did I do? Yeah, like, I'm a soap bubble salesman. Yeah, 
Like half the people don't know my name. Yeah. Half the people are going to tell my jokes wrong at work tomorrow. Like <laughs> sure, that's the struggle just, too. Is it, and and then, but I found that there's no retirement plan for fifty year old. Well, I don't want a retirement yeah. plan. Like that's one of the things, right? We were yeah. talking about this first that's best destiny yeah. thing, where look, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, right? Like I, 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 and this maybe this is a Gen X thing. Maybe it's a thing. Like my parents lived or worked to live. Sure, that right. was their yeah. philosophy. Yeah. Yeah. I got up at five. My my stepfather uh, was a heavy duty mechanic, and right. he got up in and worked on uh, machines that peeled poles for right. telephone poles. But it's mud and it's yeah. BC and it's rainy and the winters <laughs> are awful. Yeah. And just with the scowl of the uh, thousand suns every day. And he just hated and he lived for the weekends. Yeah. Sure. And he lived for that two weeks that he went to Vancouver Island every summer. Like, sure. And I just, when I was 18, 19 years old, trying to figure out my purpose and where I'm going in life, I went, you know, I got to enjoy what I do. I told my kids, you know, my youngest or oldest just ended up in university. And I said, what would, if you didn't have to worry about smokes and donuts yeah. and your rent, <laughs> what would you get up and just go do? Yeah. Just for the, for the shits and giggles, yeah. just to just do that. What would bring you joy to do the, pro, the work? Be yeah. happy to wake up every yeah, day. Yeah, now I'm paying it. for a dinosaur scientist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I'm craving smokes and donuts. Yeah. Oh. Who isn't? <laughs> uh, I am. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have a dart after. Uh, um, no, and I think that's great. And and I know for me, I was the same way. And my dad's a very hardworking guy, and I just respect him so much. And, and he provided and and put his head down and, and worked hard. And I don't think he loved his jobs. No. I think that was that generation. Yeah, no, yeah, no but they just, but they, uh, you know, uh, I heard this conversation between somebody and their father. So, what makes you think you can enjoy your job? Huh. I right. was like, what makes you think that you couldn't? Right. Right? right, and it's just it's about a mindset. And, I, I found, and I, it's I was not the same all way though, Tim. But it's it. not all. But it's not all giggles. Like you know, no, you're doing no, a show. No. You're halfway through a 45 minute set, and they're full of chicken and yeah. contempt for you. Sure. But also, yeah, you, you gotta, guys being on the road deep. as much as you have, like that, that had to be tough on families yeah. and, you know, relationships and all that type of stuff. A lot of people, I think, too, when they look at comedians, <laughs> this will make you guys laugh probably, they think, wow, this is so glamorous. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Best laugh of the day. Maybe, maybe, maybe Kevin Hart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm I think, assuming I think, Kevin Hart had to start, too, for sure. where oh, it wasn't yeah. glamorous, right? And so I guess, like, you know, I, I, I won't gush over you guys too much but it, it just really is such an important thing and and I, i'm i'm thrilled that there's people like you that that you know this is a calling in my opinion because you know yeah. uh, i don't like you, you can't teach funny right yeah and and so i i really do think it's amazing and i love that you guys are so into the charity work we've talked about it too you love doing the charity stuff oh, too right? yeah 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 this it, there's extra motive, motivation to do it i think yeah and especially the you can think just hearing that young man last night what you guys have done for him just it's mind blowing, and you do it for more than just him. I know you do it for hundreds and hundreds. Yeah, of he was the kids. spokesperson. Yeah, yeah and yeah, it just yeah. you think you think you got it bad. Listen to that kid oh, last night. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. No. You know. know. And it's just yeah. so I, I admire what you the do. Beauty, the beauty. The beauty of that young lad, Cruz, is that he he had it bad. He, I understand oh, from what he had it bad. Yeah. But but like his story he, was so weird, bad that we're like, are we going to be able to make people he, laugh yeah, after I, this? But 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 this is the beauty of his story is that he ends. Because he's doing well now, yeah. yeah, and that's the relentless yeah. piece in his life. So and it ends on an uptick. It yeah, does, yeah. right? And and so with our shows, 
you know, there's obviously there's a recipe to doing comedy nights for a fundraiser. Right. Oh, and yeah. you want to pull at some hard strings. Absolutely. And, oh, yeah. You want to do all that. And it's not manipulation. We're trying to tell you a story yeah. here of what we do. This is a reality. Right? And, yeah. But I want everybody leaving these shows with their faces hurting. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, I say that to people. Come and your, your face will hurt because that's it's an experience it's it's to me it's a great fundraiser right. because you go to a lot of fundraisers you're all dressed up you're eating rubber chicken yeah yeah you know it's and ours and is they're not, not they're not as they're, and the comedy doesn't go over as well either when they're no, probably not no, no. probably not no. right like you do christmas corporate season and you're doing the fairmont palace or whatever uh, and they're all dressed up and the mic doesn't work and they're, sure. they're 15 tables deep and every year yeah every year between christmas and new year's i'm like i'm, I'm quitting yeah i'm quitting because <laughs> it rips your soul out those shows because nobody's listening and they, and but you, they pay the well. money's there they right? pay the well. money's there. oh yeah it's it's yeah. like harvest season like yeah, yeah like we're comedy <laughs> really farmers yeah, yeah. it's like well then we tie enough yeah. to mow and we're off to the race but you're right there's moments you're like what am but, i doing this but, for nobody's oh, like, and looking I, at the stage yeah and i usually book a club or a place where i can just un wind and unleash right. all the because just to know that i'm still funny again and, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and it's part of the survival mechanism in canadian comedy yeah. is you kind of have to be a bit of a swiss army knife yeah. sure like i don't really have a dirty show because, right. uh, for lots of reasons number one right. i've been married for 23 years and the person that I, the only person i'm allowed to sleep with doesn't like it when i talk about it right. <laughs> well that's boring <laughs> Uh, Lou Eisen's ex-wife had the greatest oh, yeah. line ever. Says he used to do a joke about the face I made when I had an orgasm, and he didn't see that face for a long time. I read that it was in a in a newspaper article. I read it like three months before my wedding, and I was like, "Brilliant, no yeah. kid, brilliant, no kid." Yeah. Now I make fun of the wife all the time, sure, but. Yeah, intimate Which details. Which is weird. No. Your, your wife's a bit different because most wives love when their husbands talk about their sex lives and stuff. So well. your wife's a bit different. <laughs> I've just never. It's, I've never played chicken with it. No, uh, to be honest, I wouldn't. I wouldn't if I were. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Until death do us. Okay. Yep. Well, let's not expedite Until death that. Do us, and I just talked about what she like. No, that's bad. That's bad. No, I think. Um, well, you know what? I last night I felt even bad and last week ian bag was in town i right. felt bad because like i do kind of put some parameters on you guys where i go i want it to be corporate clean well and we have to know to i know that. i know i know that but this is what i realized is that like last week bag didn't go crazy offside okay yeah, right no. he does all his crowd work yeah. um he's a funny Which guy he's, great at, yeah. he's a <laughs> funny guy um you know some people are dropping some f but i have to realize you know the crowd they're okay with it but I'm always looking at the sponsors going, sure, what if sure. that one sponsor doesn't like it? And, but then a, I feel bad, you know. It's a balancing act. It is a balancing act for you guys because it's, listen, I swear a lot. So, and I, I do, I swear a ton. Like, it's hard on this podcast. I was just say, we're doing pretty good all three we're of us so far. We're doing really well. But, yeah. but at the same time, like, we're, we're, we're talking about yeah. this is that, it, and it's all about how you approach things. Like, you know, I, I do a lot, a lot of corporate work. Sure. And uh, I've been doing a bunch of things with uh, IG Wealth Management. They right. Have the least customer, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're not aware they changed it. Oh, sorry. No, yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, 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 but, that we'll cut but that out. It's, <laughs> but what I, the, again, it becomes all uh, about the approach is that I do a lot of television and radio work as sure. well. Sure. And I can't use those words yeah. on the TV and yeah. I can't use those words on the radio, especially CBC radio. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can't do just for laughs. So that. I right. take the opportunity when I have these 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 parameters imposed upon me 
to work on the material that I'm going to use on television. Yeah. And I get an opportunity to do 15, 16 shows with those parameters. Right, right. And then, and then the only real challenge is then people go like, how do I get on that tour? I'm like, how do you get on that yeah. tour? Yeah. You don't, <laughs> you don't. Yeah. I've seen your act. Yes. And it's funny as hell, but this is not, you will not, yeah. you yeah. can't do it. And no, and there's some that can't, right? No, yeah, you can't just, make corporate money. If you have a certain act, you can't not. Right do the shows for oil companies or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Big, and, and, and you got to, you, 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 sometimes it feels like you're cutting off a little piece. Of your yeah, soul, yeah. And sure. there's something about it where, where it's like, you know, this joke is way funnier the way I wrote yeah, it. Yeah. Than the way I got to do and it that's here. Where I feel bad. Yeah. Right. As a guy producing show, because I'm like, Oh, I'm limiting these guys. Right. Nah, but, yeah. but it, it forces us. I, I was working with a, a comedian the other day and she was like, Oh, I wrote this joke and it had some questionable, it was about, um, uh, chapstick. Okay. Which is like, I'm not blankety blank dudes and alleys for chapsticks. I've said, you don't use the term. Say unspeakable acts. Sure. It's a, t- it's a tighter yeah. phrase. Sure. Yeah. And you can tell it on the radio. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's so, smart, so yeah. it, 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 we're talking about being relentless. One of the things that, that you, it, when you have a process, when you're committed to doing the best job you can in whatever circumstances there are, being able to think around a corner or being presented with, Let's be honest, a minor challenge of not swearing right. your face yeah, off sure, at a yeah. corporate event. Sure. Like, you know, you're well compensated for it. The yeah. other thing is is you have to take your ego a little bit out of the mix yeah. because there's something when you're doing a comedy club or you're doing a theater show or something like that where people paid money to see you. Yeah. Rather than, oh, they have shrimp and a comedian. Right, well, I yeah. like shrimp, right. but I don't like comedians <laughs> yeah. when they're forced to be there for some sort of function. Yeah. And it really it becomes one of those things where I have gotten better jokes by having to color within the lines. Right. Yeah. And then when I get into a, an open form environment, I can do it both ways and see where right. it is. But I, I make it part of my process now. It's interesting though. You talk about, you know, the shrimp and the, this, and that our event is not super corporate, even though it no. is, we yeah. sell big corporate yeah. sponsorship. Um, you know, our tables are, you know, I think reasonably priced for many of the events around here our normal tables, but the best move we made, and it was COVID driven, was going to the comic strip. Right, yeah. Because we used to do it, we did it in some ballrooms. We actually, we did it at the old Paramount Theater. Yeah, I remember after, doing Which that was one. amazing. Yeah, I love that, that venue. Having it sold out, yeah. But then we went to selling tables, which just increased everything. And, and when we moved it, because of COVID, where we started doing multiple nights, um, to comic strip, it's the best place for it. You're yeah. playing tennis on a tennis court, yeah, not in a parking go. lot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Yeah, yeah. And, the comic strip, Dino, they're amazing. The, Everything's perfect. Yeah, we don't have to do anything. Yeah, turn we the just, mic on and yeah, let's go. We yeah, we just show up because it's what they do every day. But also, it's just the intimacy of that that group of two hundred to two hundred fifty right. people. Which don't get me wrong. I mean, we had some nights with six, seven hundred people, and yeah. it was pretty cool. And right. the roar of that laughter. But honestly, the roar of the laughter in that small room right. is just loud. Yeah, yeah, and. And we just love being there. We love it, and we it's love we love that guys like you come out and do it for us. And and it, it's an important thing for us. We raise a ton of money, which is great. That's brilliant. But I just know that I want everyone to have an experience where they feel good about the cause, right. and then they feel good about the laughter. Right. The win-win-win yeah. situation. Yeah, I was right. just going to say selfishly, the laugh for the comic strip. The people that are coming to your shows are going to be like, we got to go there more 100%. often. You know? But yeah. this is why the partnership's great. But it becomes, yeah. but the, but these are the shows. Like how many times have you done a show where you know they sold fifty tickets right. to a two hundred seat room right. and the guys counting out your money? He's like, well, yeah. you're just like, 
Well, yeah. I drove here and did the shows. So I guess yeah. you, you know the guys out of money. Yeah, but yeah, there's yeah. one of those things where you know you do a show and somebody you know the the audience is ah you know the sponsors the corporate people are like this was fantastic and the yeah. venue is like yeah I can't when can yeah. you have you back and yeah. you're like this was more than you promised me <laughs> yeah, yeah sure. it's awesome yeah. sure and it that's just a creates, hint that's yeah. a hint to me but yeah. it just yeah. it, it just <laughs> not really <laughs> bring a lot of cash today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say no. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but the the idea is, again, we talked about that energy. And so much of, of I believe, a stand-up comedy is being in tune with the energy in the room. And one of the differences between a, a, yeah. a, a green comedian and a and a, they said, what's the phrase? Read the room. Sure. Yeah, right? there you go. It's yeah. not the, it's not the, it's the energy. And there's something I, we, I did. I don't know how many Zoom shows you did during the pandemic. Zero. But oh, it was no. the, it was the, it no. was awful. Oh. Because yeah. I couldn't sense the energy in that's the room. Why I could, that's why I couldn't do a Zoom. I think yeah. I just, so, I just picture oh. it. I, it, it. You know, and I had, but there's something oh, about man. that immediacy yeah. where, where, and Kevin's really, really good at this, where he goes, that laugh is there. Like I, for the radio people, it's you know, <laughs> <laughs> up to a certain point. And he just knows if I just, eh, yeah. it's going to go a little further. Yeah. Yeah. And that creates, but that's a perfect analogy of how you can create and yeah. manipulate the energy in the room. And sure. I don't mean in a negative yeah. way, no, no, but no. in the way of, like, it, it, there's, we get a little accustomed to things, right? You know, here's a joke that I've told a thousand yeah. times. And Wait for the laughter. And, and you're like, Pause for oh, laughter. Yeah. well, that didn't go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just, but you go, ah, <laughs> and then it goes. So uh, you got yeah, okay. yeah. to know when you got to push, yeah, you know, sure. like if you're skiing, you're, when are you going to hit the poles to yeah. get to the next run yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. That, it, but it, through the, the, the computer, it was just the worst. Oh, I but couldn't imagine, Tim. I feel yeah. Oh, I just I just refuse to do them because I, like you say I'm like I I'm a flew, facial expression sure. guy. I flew to Moncton oh. to do a virtual oh, show. Oh gosh, no thing. And it's delayed reactions too, right? <laughs> this is not making sense to me. You flew somewhere to do a virtual show. <laughs> yeah, that makes show. no sense. <laughs> Grant money was involved. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Use okay. it or lose it. There you go. <laughs> what you if know, we did a virtual show and we flew them all to Moncton? And two of the other comics got COVID. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Well, that worked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> guys, I appreciate you being hey. on here so much. And, and um, Time flew. Listen, we'll wrap it up this way, guys. I ask a uh, – we have what we call the relentless quiz. I rip everything okay. off oh, okay. that I do. No worries. And um, – <laughs> So Stephen Colbert has the late night uh, quiz. So okay. we have uh, a we, it's called the relentless quiz, and this is going to determine whether or not you are relentless. Oh okay. Jesus! Scientifically proven. Okay. Oh, right on. So I'll I'll go back and forth. Okay. You guys ready? Okay. Oh shoot. Okay. <clears throat> You're nervous, Yeah, yeah. yeah I am. Because <laughs> I'm very <laughs> not relentless. Yeah, <laughs> you are relentless. You keep saying that you are. Okay, here we go. Fruits or vegetables? Oh, fruits. Fruits or vegetables? Fruits. I, I have two apple trees and a cherry tree. Oh, yeah. Kelowna. Yeah. Oh, oh, Edmonton and yeah. Calgary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I bought a $9 banana yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. City or countryside? Ooh. Countryside, but close to a city. Nice. Out in the woods, for sure. Okay. 100%. Okay. Dirty bathroom or dirty kitchen? Uh, dirty bathroom, dirty bathroom. You guys like dirty bathroom? Oh, I don't like either. Yeah, that's, no, I don't. Or yeah. I got to pick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to pick. Yeah. I don't uh, eat in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Well, sometimes I do. All right, salty or sweet? Uh salty. Unfortunately, so you got to be into trouble. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We won't go there. Uh, morning or night? 
night. <laughs> Who are you talking to? <laughs> this, <laughs> is, this is before I usually get yeah, out. This morning started at noon because that's a comedian schedule. Adam Blank says he gets up at like 6 every day. Yeah, yeah he's a good cutter. He's relentless. Yeah, he's a bit much. He's yeah. lying. Well, he's he's doing, lying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning when my wife alarm would go out yeah. 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 But I do Get not commit on to cheek. that being up yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at all. Totally. Have a good day, honey. <laughs> yeah. And you need to ask everybody this. It's not just because of what you guys do for a living. Right. Favorite comedy movie of all time? Planes, planes trains, and automobiles. Favorite comedy movie of all time? Holy mackerel. Blazing Saddles. Oh. Mm. Gotta say. Okay. Two classics. Classics. Big party, small gathering. Or small gathering now that I'm older. Mm. Oh, small. Yeah. small yeah. Like me. Yeah. <laughs> small <laughs> gathering. <laughs> Does not party well with others. <laughs> He's doing really well today. I got a, I got a fire table yeah. in the back. How much time do we got before he like, goes oh, off? How much time do we got? I got to listen to you people. Yeah. <laughs> Um, phone in the bathroom or no phone in the bathroom? Oh, phone in the bathroom, sadly. Yeah. yeah. It's certain, the new newspaper. There's a certain yeah. age or where an iPad. This, yeah. this could be two minutes. This could be 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Am I watching Netflix this one or what? Yeah. Uh, I'm usually listening to sports radio, but doing the Wordle. That's Guys, the new code around our house. The, the Wordle. I got to go do the He's Wordle. Taking a Wordle. Yeah. Taking yeah. a Wordle. Taking a Wordle. <laughs> Man, that was a big Wordle. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite love song of all time? Oh, wow. A favorite love song of all time. This is easy for Tim because he gets to think about it. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go. You go, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, This is going to be too sucky, but uh, Misguided Angel by the Cowboy Junkies. Oh, Oh, what a song. Is my wife and I's uh, wedding song. Beautiful. Yeah, that's be, a great tune. Yeah, that's yeah. a great tune. Yeah, he's and, crazy and he scares me. Yeah, yeah that's us. Yeah. That's <laughs> us. <laughs> and Kevin doesn't have I one. I don't. I don't know. Sylvia's mother. I guess I'll go with my my wife's favorite song. Was our wedding song was uh, the, the Lady in Red. So I'll go okay, because that, that's ah. my wife's favorite. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, only a couple more left here, folks. Uh, cake or pie? Pie. Pies plural. Pies. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pies, 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 pies. Yeah. but like citrus pies. Yeah, okay. yeah. Like, lemon like meringue, key yeah. lime, lemon meringue. Nice. I'm with yeah. you on that. Yeah, not nice. cheesecake. I almost bought one at the store yesterday. Oh, really? <laughs> just keeping the condo. <laughs> Leave it for the other guy. But then I was like, ah, I probably just eat the whole thing. Yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna just yeah, like have one piece and put it happens. back like a schlub. All right, this is the last question. Okay. All right. Describe your relentless podcast experience in four words. <laughs> Memorable, uh, surprising, uh, friends. <laughs> Want to come back? That's three more words. Okay. <laughs> I was where I was going to go. I'm happy to come back. Nice. Yeah, yeah. At any point. Yeah, no. Yeah. As well, well as well as the fundraiser too. I spent any time. Yeah, oh, yeah. Time. No, no, no. Well, fellas, I'll, I'd be happy to have you back to both. You guys are amazing. Listen, where can we find you on your socials? Are you a bit? You're not a big, not social, a big social media guy. guy. Yo, I'm on Twitter. I don't even know what my handle is. So. Okay, <laughs> there we go. Look up Kevin, Kevin Stobo. I think, there we yeah. go. I think it's 97. I love McDavid. So okay, always got 97 on the okay. other. Yeah. Uh, Tim, yeah, you I, rolled your eyes at McDavid. You were Tim Nutt. Yeah, 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 well, yeah, okay. yeah, that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. really we can't is. Get, we can't that go really is. Uh, uh, I'm on uh, on the Facebook. I'm on the Instagram. Uh, I think it's Tim Nutt Comic. I'm on Twitter. 
uh, which is usually just me yelling it at <laughs> Amer- American uh, media guys. Yo, I, I, I love it. I love watching I love it. his Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love your Twitter. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, you, you, if, if you look well, at your likes, it's usually me. I like. I like yeah. that one. That's a good one. Uh, my yeah. favorite one is like you wouldn't say that to someone's face. I'm like you have yeah. no yeah. idea. You, never met yeah. Tim you don't know Tim. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, you know we're we're keeping it clean, but yeah, no, I will yeah. tell you to uh, f yeah. off in yeah. real life without. Sure. Now again, granted, I know I'm big and scary yeah but, but also, also kind of fun a super nice guy yeah. like tim's like yeah, tim's kind of but I, got, I don't i don't like other no, people yeah, no. such a nice but I got guy no time for yeah. nonsense i know yeah. like, but you're a you good know? dude you guys yeah. are both incredible guys Thanks, thank you for being on the relentless podcast folks you Great can go time. check out you can uh youth services at www.youcan.ca all of our social medias are you can edmonton uh my twitter is at kyle dubay and I look forward to uh, hanging out with you guys for a couple more nights. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Very a couple of nights. Yeah, All yeah. right. Let's Thanks, go. folks. Here's, thanks, girl. Thank you.